Hey, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Church Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Kevin Perry. I'm the youth director at Lifeway Church and sitting down with Billy Arnold. This is a show where we are going to debrief the most recent sermon and we're going to prep for the sermon coming up. So thanks for joining us. Billy, we just uh, finished our Sunday service uh, literally like an hour ago. We finished right. uh, our live stream. Still wearing the same shirt. Yes, so wearing the same clothes. So um, you talked about Romans 8. We're in the second week of our epic series. Uh, can you kind of just give us an overview, quick little reminder? Simple overview. Uh, Easter yeah. Sunday was last Sunday. And all of this story of Romans 8 that I'm trying to teach this one chapter very much spills out of it. Would not have been possible had it not been for the resurrection. Yeah. The, Christ, the resurrection of Christ is is the epic story that we that we're using that term. And I use terms like that not in a marketing way, but to kind of help frame our thinking and help us all understand the passage better. The resurrection changed everything. God's great story. Romans eight is the is essentially the results of now what is available yeah. to us of those of us. Uh, the, the his epic story becomes a part of our epic story when we put our faith in him. And so that's why we're studying it uh, in four different kind of parts and pieces. So cool. Yeah, and, and epic again is not, we're not using that, like you said, as the buzzword. We're using that as the, the actual, it's an epic saga right. of this story of, of Jesus. That really started all the way back in Genesis. And, Correct. Um, we're still kind of waiting for his return. So. Yeah, the, yeah. Awesome. So today you talked specifically about uh, the, the epic family that we're a part of, but I, I kind of want to focus in, as you were talking about, um, life in the flesh and life in the spirit, because mm-hmm. uh, I think that there's some real, really good practical application points that we can make for life in the flesh, life in the spirit. What does that look like, and how does that really affect my day-to-day life? Um, so could you... First, could you kind of define for me what is what do you mean when you say in, in the Bible? What does the Bible mean when it says uh, life in the flesh? Life in the flesh, as I studied through this more and more, uh, and over and over and over again, commentary people would talk about that. The, the life in the flesh is a is is the person who says I truly am going to try to solve my own issue. I'm going to live. The, the, I'm going to I'm going to deal with it myself. I'm going to take care of it myself. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, let, let me just find out humanly, God helps those who help themselves, is the illustration on Sunday morning yeah. I used. It, it's that, that, uh, that concept that I can, I can do this. It's a, it's a life controlled by the old nature is another term the Bible uses in other places. And, and even as a believer, even people, those of us who come to faith in Christ and say, I want to trust Christ in my life, Jesus is my Savior, mm-hmm. we, there is always the tendency to try to live yeah. Like the old, the old man, the old person. That's another yeah. term in the Bible used. That's the life in the flesh, and then the life in the spirit is one that says, "I really can't do this myself at all. Mm-hmm. I, I can't carry this old baggage around anymore. I'm going to live in a way that is controlled. You know, I'm going to seek ways to be controlled by the Spirit of God in every yeah. aspect of my life." So it's kind of that idea that. We're, we're slaves to something. Yeah. You're either a slave to your sin nature or you're a slave to the righteousness by Christ. And so I'm, I'm just thinking in my life of the times that 
I can almost tell that I'm going back to the old nature, living according to the flesh, because I'm, I'm doing what satisfies my physical needs, whether that's like being lazy and I'm just watching too much TV, right. or, or you know, acting out, or not wanting to... Even, I, I'm trying to think really practical what, what that may look like for somebody struggling with their sinful flesh. The, like, how do you tell you're, you're living in the, according to the flesh? Well, there's an element of the fact that all of us are living in the yeah, flesh. For so sure. there, is no, there is nothing perfect this yeah. side of heaven for us. So, you know, God lays out the ideal scenarios of our life. That there is a dependence of our life that we can learn the habits of in a very different way. Um, and when we're controlled by a, that sinful nature, as it says in Romans 8, uh, you know, in, in, in fact, in my Bible, other times I'll go around and I've circled the term flesh yeah. everywhere it's mentioned, and then the circle in this passage, all the places where it says spirit, you know, what, who's in control, who gets in control. And ultimately, um, I think the, the indicators of living a life in the flesh is like literally living in constant fear. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an indicator of the fact that if I'm constantly afraid, yeah. or if I'm constantly feeling like I have to fill up my life with something else. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm unsatisfied. I've, I've got to fill it with things, yeah. literally possessions. Or as I put on Sunday morning, it's, you know what, I'm unhappy in my marriage. I'm unhappy yeah. in my job. And now, I get it. You know, we, have, we live in a broken world. I mean, we, we're, we are broken ourselves. We live in a broken world, and we're kind of in that constant battle in there. But when I'm in a constant battle in my mind that I'm never going to be satisfied with the way things are until I take, you know, I do something yeah. different. I buy something, I change something, I, you know, fix something myself. That is a high indicator that we are really relying upon me mm -hmm. instead of literally walking by faith instead of by sight, which is another passage in 2 yeah. Corinthians. And, but it's, you know, that's the indicator of that. Uh, the, the question is, um, it's discipleship, learning to be a stronger disciple is that literally bridging of, okay, I'm, uh, it's a constant question. Am I living in the flesh or am I living in the spirit? Yeah. Um, growth and maturity is living in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the process of sanctification. It is. In the life of uh, a believer. So it's, it's becoming more conformed to the image of Christ. And uh, looking more like him. Oh, and it's a process. Yeah, and so what? Like, what? What would that look like for? I'm thinking of the the single mom who has kids and she's going to the grocery store. What does it look like to live in the spirit in her interactions there? Or, or the the guy at work or the parents at home as they're raising their kids and what does it look like for them to live according to the spirit? Well, you're actually asking for practical applications. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's always it's so easy sometimes to teach biblical truths yeah. and make them sort of up in, you know, pie in the sky kind totally. of things. Oh, just trust God, trust God, trust God. What does it mean um, for, you know, a, a single parent, a, a, a married parent, a, you know, an older person? Mm -hmm. I mean, people of all ages. Uh, you know, what does that mean? I think it, 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 it's somewhere along the way, you know, we carry out responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I do go to the grocery store, you know, and, and I mean, in, in moments like this, you're sort of restricted about certain yeah. things. But, but still, you, you know, we go to the store. We have to carry out life. We go to work. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to, sometimes we do take a new job. We have to react to issues. With, if I'm raising children, I have to react to 
the circumstances of my kids. My kids have to go to school, they have to go to band practice, they have to do whatever they do, all the different kinds of stuff. Um, what is, I think your, you know, your question is obvious. What, what, how do I live out a quote-unquote yeah. normal life and still live as a life in the Spirit? Um, I think, you, you know, I, I think the way I would always describe that would be, uh, you, you know, the day you, every day when you wake up, you put together the list of things that need to be accomplished. But you don't base all of your happiness, your circumstantial happiness, based upon making sure that I get all the things accomplished that I mm -hmm. need accomplished. Um, you know, Kevin, if you follow my train of thought, it's like, it's like um, the, the way I've described it for me was, I make a list of the things that I think need to be happening that mm -hmm. day, but at the bottom of my day, I always, in the beginning of my prayer life, virtually every day, there's that divine appointment on there. God, what is it that I know that, that I'm, I know I'm missing some stuff here. What is it that I, that, I, that I want to make sure that you accomplish in me, that at the end of the day, I'm not frustrated by, by me getting everything done. It didn't yeah. not work out the way I wanted it to. Uh, and yet I know God has his way. Mm -hmm. That's going to lead to Romans 8, 28, really next week. You know, all things work to good for those who love the Lord and live according to his purpose. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, two weeks from now, I'm going to talk about that. But in that passage in Romans 8, it just says, you know, it's not up to my agenda list mm -hmm. for me to feel fulfilled, feel fulfilled, mm -hmm. uh, to get that satisfaction. This is God's timing and God's way. And so what does a, a, a mom do, a dad do, a job employee do? Um, you, you fulfill what you know has to be in front of you as best that you can. Mm -hmm. With all the complications of life in a broken day, in, in a broken world. But at the end of the day, you, you say, this is truly all up to you. That, yeah. And that's sort of spiritualizing. Yeah. But there's no other way to do this. Totally. And I think, I think what, we, what people need to remember and what I have to constantly remind myself is I can live according to the Spirit. I, I, can, I do a better job living according to the Spirit when I'm in relationship with Christ. Yeah. What does relationship with Christ look like? Well, John 1 tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Right. And the Word is Christ. So the more I know my Bible, the more I'm, I'm meditating on it, the more I'm reading it, the more I actually know can know God. And then the more I can follow what like what would Jesus do well if you're not reading your Bible you don't know what Jesus would do right. we can theorize like well God's loving or God's kind but we're not actually doing what he like we don't know him well enough so I, I think it almost starts like you mentioned every day waking up it's and starting it's in an prayer, every day of prayer reading every reading day the word memorizing scripture it's those things the more you do that the more you can live according to the spirit and, and let me add this part and I, I made this out in the message as much as I can but I want to highlight this one more time I think it's just super important the term in verse 12 Romans 8 12 in my version uh, I think I have an NIV here but what it's it uses the word obligation we have an obligation you know it basically says in your life you have an obligation all right and it starts with that and, and I circle that in my Bible. If, and it goes on. If you live a sinful nature, in other words, if you live in the flesh, as the other description says, if you live with your total, only your agenda and your, um, your standard that you're going yeah. to set in your life for 
today, this year, the decade, or your lifetime. You're obligated to live up to that. And the obvious is in this verse is, it's that fleshly nature. You will never be satisfied with it. You will never finish all that your that obligation lives up to. You cannot fulfill your own obligation. You do that, you're doomed for failure. The other one, though, it goes on, it says you have an obligation, but if you have a, a, a life of living in the Spirit, when you trust in Christ on a daily, mm -hmm. truly, day by day, our lives are not lived in decades. They're lived yeah. by days. They're lived actually almost less than that. They're lived by moments. Mm -hmm. When you live in a spirit life that says, it's really up to you. Here's my agenda. Here's my life. But it's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. Let me follow you. Don't let me miss anything. Yeah. You will truly fulfill the obligations. And, and I, I think about that a lot. Our frustration and the baggage that we carry around in life is because we're constantly frustrated that we're not living up to that obligation yeah. that we set for ourselves. And so we find all kinds of ways to escape that. It's a dead end. Yeah, totally. Can, uh, so I think that's kind of a good note to end on. Uh, if, I, if I may give just like one challenge for the person listening. For this week, to start your mornings, if you don't already do this, start your mornings with a prayer, a simple prayer of, God, help me give control to you. Yeah. Help me follow your will for my life today. And apply that to your Bible reading, apply that to your prayer life, and then see. I would apply it to your task list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally, your to-do list does, of the day. See how God opens up doors for you to talk to a neighbor about him, how he those divine appointments that you see. So, yeah. so that's a challenge for this week. Awesome. Well, thanks, Billy. Thanks, uh, everybody, for listening to this. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, let us know in the comments, wherever you're listening to this, what you thought, if you have any questions, if there's something you want us to hit on as part of this podcast for the church. Uh, we'd love to do, do that. Um, and if you missed this past Sunday's sermon, feel free to check it out on our YouTube channel or on our website, lifewayconnect.com, and I'll link all of that in the show notes as well. Um, from all of us here at Lifeway, God bless and we'll see you later.